It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. How's the week been for you, mate? Mm, busy. It's back been at school. Busy back at school, yeah. Everyone wanted a piece of you. Still do, mate. Still even when I wasn't at school, I wanted a piece of me then. <laughs> I now I have had a little look over some of the NPC games okay. over the weekend. Right. So got a little bit of commenting on what caught my eye on that. Excellent. Good. But we are really looking forward to the Blitterslow. Well we are Thursday as well. Thursday. Now do you know why it's on Thursday? Uh no. This is because of COVID. So because of COVID they lost a match. Okay. And so, therefore, they're trying to squeeze it into. This was supposed to be in Melbourne, the match. Right. So, trying to squeeze it in, but the AFL, the AFL, yeah, AFL, they're in town, so they couldn't right. do it on the same day. So, so AFL have Saturday. Yeah. Rugby so people has come Thursday. down Thursday. People stay Friday, go Saturday. That's the uh, idea. Okay. Right. Sold out. Really? Sold Good. out. That's Marvel Stadium, apparently amazing. Wow. Indoors. Really. Looking forward to it. It's going to be loud, isn't it? It will. Can't wait. Those Aussies, they're loud. They don't need a roof and they're no, already loud. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Do you want to do the first one then? Oh, yes, you're moving me on. Yeah. Sir. Okay. Uh, Sick your voice already. Is that because of... Um... Yeah, okay, just, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Toby and Damo. Good. Thank you. This is from Jason Styles. Hello, Toby and Damo. Don't like that. Thank you both for bringing joy and knowledge of rugby to us. Did any of you guys play All Black? Did do any of you guys play against All Blacks at high school? I played against Jean Serpentine, and he smashed through the whole team, and we lost fifty-five ten. Looking forward to Saturday's commentary. Well, I think you'll probably find it's on Thursday. Yeah, Jean. but we won't. Not Jean. <laughs> Jason. Uh, did I ever play against? No. Uh, although, no, actually, sevens-wise, I played against um, Perry Baker. Oh, yeah, Perry yeah. Baker, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Rapido. Yes. Absolutely rapid. Yeah. Um, who else? I played, I went to school mm, with, with a few, didn't uh, you? Jamison Gibson Park. And Bridgie? No, his brother. His brother. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Nartai I went to school with as well. So Jamison Gibson Park, same year? A year above. A year above. Yeah. He's a good player, isn't he? He is now. <laughs> he, to be fair to him, he was back at school. He was just a little bit small back at school, mm. but that didn't stop him. That didn't stop him. No. Um, and it's clear to see that he's one of the best halfbacks in the world now. He is. I played with quite a few. Did you? I played against quite a few. Yeah. Richie McCaw. Yeah. He's, Dan Carter. That? I know. Oh. The Major Brothers. Yeah. Um, Jack, Chris Jack. Ben Blair. You might not know Ben Blair. Yeah, I know Ben he, Blair, yeah. He played a few. He was a bit uh, of a wuss though, wasn't Carl he? Carl Heyman. Carl Heyman. Oh, good Cave player he man. was. Quite a few. I mean, there's probably a few Arlie more. Arlie Williams? Did you play against him? Never played against Arlie Williams. No. I played against um, Kevin Mialamu. Yeah. Played with um, Mills Moliaina as yeah, well. Yeah, nice. And quite a few others. There's yeah, you so, did. So many. Yeah. The only issue here is I played with them, but I never made it. <laughs> <laughs> never made it. A lot of those, I mean, I did train against Joan Lomu once. I've told yeah. you the Joan Lomu story. Yes. Yeah. My best story. My best story, that one. Uh, yep. So I was lucky. I kind of came through when Canterbury sort of started to dominate New Zealand rugby. Yeah. I was in that sort of group of players. And then from then on. Canterbury never looked back. Canterbury never <laughs> looked back. A couple of others. Um, Who's who's the one that's just come back now? Oh, yeah. Anyway. So it's really good. And, and maybe in, it's easy to do that in Christchurch where there was a lot of good players yes. floating around at the time. Yeah. But I played I played against um, Brad Thorne. Did you, I was just about to ask yeah. what about Brad Thorne. And, um, well, that was the, we played against Canterbury when it was like all All Blacks. The whole team. We're either current All Blacks or past All Blacks. Yeah. So, yeah, it was tough. I bet. Good fun, though. Yeah. Good fun. Uh, this one's from Jamie. Hi, boys. And that's with a Z. Good man. Love the pod. Just a quick one. If you were to organise halftime entertainment, what would it be? Now, some would think that I'm going to say pole dancers, but I'm not. Really? No, I'm not going to do that. Oh. That's not the type of guy I am. Long pause by you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you the best halftime entertainment I've ever seen. Okay. So, you know, they've got the kicking and they've got the whatnot yeah. and, you, you know, they can be quite entertaining, can't they? Yes, Those they can. Once I went to a Canterbury game and Todd Blackadder was the captain, right? The captain of, of Canterbury at the time. And there's a guy called Simon Barnett. Do you remember Simon Barnett? Simon Phil? No. More FM. Anyway. And this is how this is how rugby was so non-professional back then. At half time, the captain of Crusaders, Todd Blacker, stayed out, and members of the public played ball rush against him. Really, <laughs> yeah. really. So people that won a competition each day of the week, really, then came along and played ball rush against wow. him, and they had to make it there and back, right, to win the to win the prize. Wow. And he absolutely filled some. <laughs> <laughs> you would do, wouldn't you? But you'd you'd want to. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was really, really good fun. That is for sure. Funny. Really good. Um, halftime entertainment. What would I want to do? I just think it's good that the youngsters are playing. I think they need to get local clubs, and they need to be the whippersnappers. Yes, 
You love seeing that. Love seeing that. An opportunity to get onto a pitch, isn't it? Exactly. Especially in a stadium environment um, with loads of people around. Yeah. And it just it, it makes it enjoyable for those kids. They want to then come back and, you know, they've got stories. Oh, you know, I played at halftime uh, at the Crusaders game, things like that. So it's it makes memories for youngsters. It does. I, I was fancy a band, but I just don't know how no. you get like a band on pre-match. No, it's, too, it. it's like, you know, the Super Bowl, they do the old halftime show. Yeah, but their halftime is 10 hours. <laughs> you know, they could have a whole concert. Absolutely. Maybe not 10 hours. Absolutely. Anyway, no Super Brew today. No Super Brew today. So we're straight over to what caught your eye. No, no breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Proudly supported by our Patreon members. <laughs> Thank All you. half of them. Uh, I will I will kick us off. <laughs> Did you like that one? No? No, I no. didn't. Oh, kick us, oh, kick us off. Yes. Oh, sorry, you were trying to be funny. Uh, we spoke about Christian Wade. Yes. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Now he is actually signed for Russing 92. Amazing. Yeah. So he is back in Europe uh, playing rugby. So that is good news. I think... Well, we'll see how it goes because he's been away from rugby for a few years now. He did play in the sevens for Rusting ninety two. Is he? Is he? This is in the fifteen aside game as well. Yeah, he's officially signed for Rusting ninety two. Looking forward to working with a special group of people and winning championships. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have to say, I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes because before he left, I never really understood why he wasn't just always consistently on the team sheet for England. Because, you know, when we talk about players like Jason Robinson and Christian Cullen, whenever they got the ball, you were like, oh my goodness. Yeah. He was like that for He me. was like that. And um, I think England needs someone like that. You know, they they used to have Watson, Anthony Watson. Yeah. Who was, every time he touched the ball, it was like, you need to tackle him now. Yeah. Tackle him now. <laughs> Don't give him space. Tackle him now. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never could. <laughs> so, um, he's he's that kind of player. He is that kind of So, player. it's good yeah. to see him back playing rugby. It's, you know, I know it's a bit unfortunate that he didn't make it in the NFL. But he's back playing rugby, which is good for the game. It is good for the game. Now... My story here, sir, is Dave Rennie explains wholesale changes to the Wallabies. Basically, some players had a mere Nick White. Shocking game he played on the weekend. I think that was to do with the week before Harry had his Hollywood moment where he fell over after getting his bum fluff uh, flicked. Um, and then there's obviously lots of injuries that the Aussies have had. Uh, the biggest one probably is Noah Lolasio, who hasn't Hasn't recovered from concussion. It's a shame, really. He's a good, so very good player. They're looking to bring on Bernard Foley. Bernard Foley. Good. Just I shows like it. James O'Connor must have done something stupid at. He's done camp. something, hasn't he? Yeah. He's done something, but he always used to be a bit outspoken and a bit more flamboyant than others would want. So I don't mm. think Dave Rennie is is going to put up with that. Yeah, I'm really surprised though. Fraser McWright. Out, Pete Samu in. Maybe that's to is do with... injury? Well, I think he's played really well, Fraser McWright. So I agree, but, you yeah. know, that's what I mean. Is, is it an no, injury? No, it doesn't, doesn't seem to be injury. Jed Holloway moves into six. 
Um, you've got Jake Gordon starting at nine. And Andrew Callaway as well. He's starting at fullback. I like Andrew Callaway. So do I. He. How good was he a couple of seasons ago? Yeah, very good. Well, last year, last year. Or was it last year? Yeah, yeah. last year. And uh, another big one was David Pariki replaces Falao Fainga at hooker. Rob Lieto. Rob Lieto, he's a good player. He's got some good mullet there as well, ugly, flying ugly. around. Absolutely ugly. So anyway, you know, I oh, think... James O'Connor out of favour and now injured again. Yeah, I think that injury might be... Um, a bit of a... Self-inflicted. Right. Right, my next story, Damo. Kurumbedi is the benchmark for test wingers. Do you agree? I think he's the benchmark for effort for test wingers. He covers both sides of the of the field. Everywhere. He, Very I mean, busy. You know, like that one cover tackle he made yeah. um, against Marpimpi in the first test was exceptional. But then in the second test, he almost did exactly the same yeah. thing. And he corner flags it. He's all over the place. Loves an in ice, a, in doesn't a, he? In a good Loves way. Loves an ice call. Would I would I say he's the bench? No, he's not the benchmark for okay. for wingers. I just think his work rate's the benchmark for yeah. wingers. I think so, there's better wingers out there. So now I, I got me thinking, you know, and, yeah. and now I'm I feel a bit sore. Yeah. Okay, I've got a bit of a headache, but that got, got me some, thinking. You got some lactic acid up uh, building in the top. I've been working hard, <laughs> but I sort of thought, you know, like going through the years, starting from when it was professional, mm-hmm. and let's say. Starting when John Olomu was around. Yes. Who has been the benchmark wingers going through until we are now? So John Olomu, benchmark, always will be the benchmark for a winger. Yeah. The most dangerous yeah. ball player. But then you go, time. you know, who who else has there been? Who else has there been? Rico was a benchmark a few yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Julian Savia. Julian Savia was a benchmark. But Basing, then you go, you know... Basically, New Zealand wings for ever until recently. Yeah, but then there hasn't really been somewhat. Colby, maybe. Yes, he Colby. was a benchmark. Yeah, um, Mapimpi, you could say maybe. Well, but then there's no, been others. No, I wouldn't say Mapimpi's a damn fine player. Yeah, agree. But is he the benchmark? Well, that's that's what I'm trying. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. But then you could go. Um, who are the big guys for Australia who were playing on the wing? Um, Oh, what are their names? Oh, mid two thousands. Oh yeah, okay. Um, uh, well, you've got my my. Um, God, what's his name? There's two Joe, of them. Joe Roth. Oh, I didn't nah. like Joe Roth. Never nah. was a fan. Dave Campisi was a benchmark winger. No, lo- yeah, what? No, he was, mate. You were too young. It was like John Kerwin and him were the two benchmark oh, wingers. John Kerwin. He was class, mate. Class. Class. Who are you talking about? Oh, it's Wendell Saylor. Yes, Wendell Saylor. Was yeah. he a benchmark? Don't know. I don't think so. I'll tell you who was a benchmark is um, Falau. He was a benchmark at fullback, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. But then you've got, you know, I'm trying to find him here. Um, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Can't do it. Uh, he had like sort of little dreadlocks. Um. Oh my gosh, this is annoying me. Yeah, yeah, I can see why. I'll uh, leave it with me. Leave it with me. What about uh, South Africa? South Africa. Well, Brian Habana. Yes. 
I think, slightly overrated. Yeah. Really? <laughs> he wow. Was, he was very, very fast. but And he had a decent kind of chip and chase. But he he was a good player. He didn't really have a step, did he? He or? was dangerous. Oh, he's very dangerous. He was so fast, though, wasn't he? So quick. So fast. Yeah. It's like Perry Baker, eh? You know, oh. like he is rapid. Yeah, but then you've also got the other bloke. Tyler um, Niles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So who who at the you maybe maybe you've got to say he is at the moment because who which winger in world rugby you'd probably say Mar Pimpy. Yeah, you'd put and you'd have Colby, wouldn't you? Colby's not really well. He's injured playing though, so you, he injured. can't be the benchmark. No, but I'm saying like right now, if you had to pick two wingers in the world, who would they be? It's not not there's not that many that just come no, straight to from, mind. Nothing from New Zealand. Well, you know, I like Caleb Clark. I do, but, but I don't he, think he's a benchmark. No. Very interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Maybe he is. Maybe he is the benchmark at the moment for test wingers. He's the best out of a pretty kind of good bunch, but not exceptional bunch well, of players. Well, Jordan's name was thrown around. No, no, no way. No, no, not, no nah. not on the wing. No. Chuck Geordie Barrett on there. <sighs> I feel really sorry for Will Jordan because I think if Will Jordan had been playing at fullback, we would have seen his try tally just go through the roof. Oh, 100%. Imagine if he was dipping in and out of the oh, line. Oh, my lovely. goodness. My goodness me. Right, mate. Is it my story or yours? Yes. No, I've, I've just, I just did one. Okay. So my one is... Yanchi's responds to hotel scandal. Oh, what was the scandal? With cryptic social media posts. Now, Elton Yankees, father of three, married. It looks like he and team dietitian. I can't even Zinette. I've seen Shimja. her, mate. I've seen her. Yeah. We're expelled from Springbrook training camp. Yesterday, after newspaper headlines in South Africa, in South Africa, reported the pair had a little bit of a rendezvous, really, a little in co- a hotel coink- prior to the to the uh, rugby championship game against the All Blacks. Now, wow. it seems like he's been dobbed in. Oh, by who? By he rented out by a father and their son who was staying in the B B and B prior to the All Black ma- match. Spotted them. And then heard them. Oh, Nova <laughs> Scotia. Really? Yeah. Heard them <laughs> up against the... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they, they had a little bit of uh, intimate sounds coming there. And then oh. later in the evening, a heated discussion. Wow. So, um, yeah, you can thank the father and his son, who thought that he was a good man. So Elton Yankee's been a very, very naughty boy. Very bad man. I hope he's not a father of four now in nine months' time. That's Oof. all I've got to say. No. So not good. No, not good. And actually... Lottie Takiri. <laughs> Lottie Takiri. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy I was thinking. Oh, he, he was, was a good, good player. player. But the thing that got me about Wendell Saylor <laughs> is he used to wear <laughs> gloves. Uh, anyone that wears gloves, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Keep those village. hands warm. <laughs> Absolutely village. <laughs> Jeepers. I love a good, I love, you know, the mittless, no, the fingerless, yeah, fingerless, the fingerless gloves. gloves. Disgusting. Oh, oh, yes, boys. Do you know the other thing that really did uh-huh. my nutting? What's that? You may be too young, but there was a moment where they had these 
nasal strips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they went across the ridge of the nose. And apparently you could breathe so much better. <laughs> oh, I'm a professional cyclist. Come rugby player. No. What sit is down. <laughs> take it off. Yeah, get a grip, eh? Oh, I love that. So um, it's always good to have a bit of scandal in world rugby, yes, isn't it? Yes, agreed. Alton Yankees. A bit of a shame because Alton, actually, I, I rate him as a as a bench player. Yes. Coming on to change awful the game. Awful trim, though. Awful, awful trim. trim. And awful starter. Yes. You wouldn't want him starting. He's shown that recently in performances. But coming off the bench, good off the tee. It also r- changes the game a bit He's for South Africa. He's very good from hand as well, He's actually. very good from hand, yeah. yeah. But he's just not great at controlling a game. No. No, he's not a born leader. No. Mate, it's time for what caught your eye. Yes. Not much to catch your eye, sir. No, but I, I quite like I, I like one of them. Mm, I thought you would. Yes. Do you want to do it? Yeah, over to you. Yeah. Carlos Spencer's son. I know. Shines for Hamilton boys. Yeah, you like Rain the old that. Hamilton boys. I do as well. like Hamilton boys. Uh, now, for those that don't know, Hamilton boys is like the rugby academy in New Zealand at the yeah. moment. They just, just pump out all black after all black after all black. Um, and growing up, it was like that. You know, it was them. It was Rotorua boys that were really good. Uh, Gisborne boys was really good at the time. Yeah. And then you've obviously got Auckland grammar. You know, things like. Or schools like that, but yeah. Hamilton was always, if you could beat them, you're doing well. You were doing real well because they're, they're part of a thing called the Super Eight. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that Super Eight is uh, boys Gisborne Boys High School. I think Tauranga Boys High School, Hamilton, Rotorua, um, Palmerston North, New Plymouth, uh, Auckland Grammar, maybe yeah, probably yeah, someone up there, and maybe one or two others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very good. Now, what what caught my eye was actually similar to that story was Reuben Love. Yeah. Okay. Reuben Love playing at fullback cut Otago to pieces on occasions. And it's the first time in a while I've seen a youngster who's I'm like, whoa. Exciting. That is really quite special. He he was on the fringes of Welling, uh, well, Super Rugby, uh, yeah, Hurricanes, wasn't he? Yes. Was but he they playing, were playing at, at 10, ten though? Yes. Very. I mean, he's so quick. Is he's he? got great feet. Right. Now he he was like eighteen when he's you know he's only a real yeah. young pup. I think there's a bit of a bright future, which made me think. Where in world rugby is the real young kids? Who were just ripping it up, and I, I I'm a bit worried because I can't really think across all the teams anyone who's like really young. Now there isn't. A, I have to admit I don't know the name. There was a South African winger who debuted recently, um, who was really really good, and oh, he was really? very very young. Right. But you know where is the Cheslin Colbys? Where is the Rico Gears? Where where Rico are they? Ioane. Well, Rico Ioane was oh, Rico super Ioane, young, sorry, wasn't he? When he, made when he came debut. in, but doesn't and seem he to be, was good. Where's the George Norths? Yeah. You know, very young, ripping yeah, it true. up. And I just think at the moment we've got a bit of a void, don't we, yeah. of real quality talent? Where's the Damien McKenzies? Remember when he came on? You know, unbelievable. God, what a guy! Richie Mwanga when he first came in the yeah. scene, ripping it up. Bowden well, Barrett, you could, you could go. 
you could go further back, you know, Dan Carter. Hooper. M- Michael Hooper. Yeah. Dan you know, Carter was young. Richie McCaw was young. Who else yeah. was young? Um, the Curry boys were young for England. Yeah. yeah. You know. know, you've got... Um, Just there isn't that at the moment, is no. there? There's no real youngsters. And I'm not saying that, no. that, that, that that's a good thing or a bad, bad thing, but it does make me think... Mm. Well, I think nowadays it's more, oh, we like experience. And you, they don't necessarily give the youngsters a chance. No, but I'm watching the NPC, and that's where they are coming out of school, mate. They're coming yes, out of school yes. straight into there. Yeah, They're but, not ripping it up. Oh. They're not ripping it up. Okay. Right. And, and that's my kind of worry. Right. That, that's what you're worried about. So I'm wondering why. Why do you think it is that there's been a gap in talent rather than the back and the way it was before where we we tended to have like a conveyor belt of world, this is what I'm talking world, a conveyor belt of talent that always came through. As soon as, as soon as someone, especially on the wing in New Zealand, as soon as someone you think like, right, they're amazing, no one's ever going to replace them, before you know it, there's another winger. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, we were... We we were sort of a, a belt or conveyor a belt. conveyor belt of quality, mm. and I don't think We've that's happening. It, well, it's been blocked off. Now, the only thing I can think of around the world is club rugby. Okay, club rugby because I I'm a big believer. At the age of eighteen, there's no way you're going to come in and rip it up. You're just not? not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not mature. You're enough, not mature you? enough mm. either. And you kind of need at least two or three years in senior men's rugby before you're then going to rip it up at NPC. You know, you look at someone like Jonah Lomu back in the day. He was 18 when he first played his test match. Now, but he was big enough, strong enough, but he wasn't mature enough. No. And it, it took him a couple of years no, before he started to rip Damien, it up. Damien. <laughs> Damien Warren. Yes. Should, yes, Toby should New Zealand... Have a draft system. Yes. But not straight out of... I think, right, if New Zealand really wanted to improve their rugby, the only problem is that they'd, they'd lose a lot of players and that's, that's, the, that's the byproduct. Maybe if you had a world rugby thing where basically you're saying to, to, to countries, the world rugby rulers, they cannot play international rugby until the age of, let's say, 22. Right. So we're saying that, see, we're saying to kids, they finish school, they go and play club rugby, they go to university, and then they can go and play for the big boys past well, that. Well, if you, if you think about NFL, NBA, yep. Yep. <clears throat> these these sorts of competitions in America, high school, yep. and then college yep. is huge, yep. but then NFL comes after college. And that draft is obviously in between. Yeah. So they've, if you think about it, they have done high school. Yeah. They've got a degree. Yeah. They've played three, four years of college basketball, football, whatever. And then at the age of 21, 22, they think, then come, think, become I think, professional. I think that's the way it should be. I think it is. But do you know what? I don't think there's enough money to have that. The, the competitions between no, that's where you're wrong. Universities that's where you're wrong. Isn't 
big enough in New Zealand. It doesn't matter. The problem being is that you might get one country doing it, but you won't get everyone. And that's where world rugby need to come in there with their size, whatever boots, and say, look, it's not, whether they call it not safe, whatever they want to say, it's not in the best interest of the player. And they need to blanket across. And, you know, just needs to suck it up. Because I think it's, it's not, you know, I'm looking, you know, when we do these quizzes yeah. about where are they now? What are they doing now? Mate, dry up. Dry, like, you know, back in the day, Conrad Smith was a lawyer. You know, he went and studied law. Yeah. So he could do that. Yeah, now you've got but pretty wee-poo on you've <laughs> making pies. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, if you're a professional rugby player, yeah. most of the time, you don't have anything behind you anymore. You've gone to school. Yeah. You've done that. And then you're injured at 25. And, you know, you've got a long old time left. And you've got nothing. Don't think it's in the best interest of the player. So... I think club rugby, if you focus on club rugby and world rugby needs to get involved, actually it strengthens strengthens rugby across the world as well. The only other thing is, two things from me, tackling across the board in the MPC, terrible. Really? Shocking. Um, maybe that's down to the, the the quality of the players being too young, yep. not being physical enough, I don't know. And the Farah Palmer Cup, the final took place and guess who won? Canterbury. Canterbury against the Blues, really dominated. I am looking forward to the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to – I honestly watched that Farah Palmer Cup. wasn't just because Canterbury won. It was a really good game. What More was the enjoyable. standard like? Standard was good. Yeah. Um, they only had about 3,000 people supporting them. Okay. But they at least they played it on in a small yeah. ground. Yeah. Uh, I thought the standard was excellent. Excellent, Yeah. Not like I've seen in the past, so there is hope there. Good. So World Cup's going to be great. Yeah. We'll be good. We'll be good. Listeners, questions? It is, yeah. Go for it. You read that one out, mate. I will. Hi, guys. I'm a massive fan of the Wallabies. Do you really think that they can win the Bledisloe Cup? If you do, what should their game plan be? And that's Max either from Sydney or Max Sydney. I'm guessing Sydney since he's a Wallabies but, fan. Yep. I did think they could win the Bledisloe Cup. I think, I, I mean, it would be the biggest shock now with all their injuries. Would and, it be the biggest shock or would yeah, you be, wow, I think, didn't expect it? I think now if it would be an all-time low in New Zealand rugby history if... New Zealand and the state where they're in against Australia with all the injuries they've got yeah. if they were to lose both games of the Bledisloe. To to win the Bledisloe, Australia need to win both. Now I can't and and wait for this. If they win the first one, then the second one's at Eden Park. So we've got a double whammy here, which is which is Which is history. All, which is one is history and the other one is they haven't lost the Bledisloe in twenty odd years. And they've got all the injuries. I really felt if they had gone across there with their strongest team this year, they would have beaten the All Blacks. But I just can't see it. If they are to do it, how? if you were the coach, you're Dave Rennie, what would you be saying them to do? Kick high. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what the weather was going to be like, I guess. Uh, 
I'd just say you've got to get up in their faces. You've got to be very, very physical. Yeah. You've got to make the gain line. You've got to hit every ruck like your life depends on it. And two, you've just two, got to, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Which is going to be obviously really very, hard. very hard. Yeah. But you've only got two more games. Yeah. I think they can win. I think they can win. game. But I don't think they will win. No. I think if they allow the All Blacks to be physical, the All Blacks will win. They need to fling it and yang it. Yes. Right? They need to fling it and yang it because I think there's no better team in world rugby than Australia when they spread the ball wide. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? It's it is beautiful. Good to watch. They have that natural, they go on the inside ball, they go on the outside ball, they've got lovely lines of running. But I just can't see it. I can't see it. No. And, you know, this is coming from me who, who isn't the biggest All Black supporter at the moment when it comes to their performances. But I just don't think there's any chance of Aussie winning two in a row. No, I agree. Um, I agree. And I feel a bit sorry for Dave Rennie because I think if they had had their full side, I think I couldn't see them not winning. I could have seen it being a lot closer than I think it will be now. Mm. Um, but going off the Burslow and going about history, how many times do you think Australia have won the series? Now, the series started in... I can tell you, 1932, okay, and there's been 62 overall series since it started. Really? 62? 62 series. I'm going to say might be just more than double figures because, you know, All Blacks have won the last 20. So so that's not bad, is it? And then mm. All Blacks had real dominance for a long time at the start. Aussie had a really good run. But I'm going to say they've, like, how many times? So 60-odd times. 62 times it's been played for, yeah. so series-wise. I'm going to say, like, 12. You're spot on. <laughs> hey, that's not bad, is that's it? really good, yeah, 12. That's terrible. New Zealand have won 49 <laughs> times and it's been drawn once. Been drawn once. Oh, God. I yeah, can, yeah, that is ridiculous. So the last time Australia won was 2002. 2002, so 20 years yeah, ago. 20 years ago. Wow. 20 years ago. And My, they won it one, two, three, four, five years on the bounce. Aussies before that. Mm, yeah, they had a real good patch, didn't they? Yeah, 98 to 2002. Wow. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. They did have a good team back then. Now, my question to you is, uh, Nick White, yes, a week and a bit ago, uh, gets a little touch in the face, goes down like a sack of spuds. You're the coach. Yeah. I'd bring him off. Well, what would you do? Is yeah, I'd bring him off. Would you play him the next week? I'd have to have a hard word with him. If he did it a lot like um, Sivarese. It was awful, mate. It was embarrassing. So, yeah, I'd, I'd have a hard win and be like, we're not about that. I didn't care if we would win or lose. But I, if if we won, I'd still have a word with them. If we lost, I'd still have a word with them. It would, it, I'd just be like, no, that's not the ethos of this, of rugby in general in this team. What, mm. what are you doing? I'd hold them accountable. Do you know what I would have done? I would have taken them off and I would have made them, I would have made them apologize on TV to the fans. Oh, yeah, well. You're a hard man. I would have said, listen, a lot of young kids out there watching you, Nick. 
go and say you got it wrong. Yeah. I think that's what they should have done. He's paying the price now, but it's a week too late. I think Dave Rennie got that wrong. I yeah. don't think Nick White's... I mean, he's a very good player. Yeah, yeah. But I think you, you can't do what he did. No. And actually, I think it would have been... I think the Australian public would have been more than happy with that. Because I think if you're an Aussie, you would have been... I mean, let's be honest, there has been some <laughs> some history of Aussie, you know, doing things that they shouldn't do, like the underarm bowl. We can all talk about that one, <laughs> can't we? sandpaper. <laughs> Mate, I didn't even think about that one. So maybe maybe they wouldn't be that happy. I don't know, but don't I know. think it would have been good. Yeah. Good for it, rugby. Um, you mentioned, um, was it the Farrah Cup? Farrah Palmer Cup, yeah. Farrah Palmer Cup. I want to know who the do Farrah, you think Farrah, Farrah Palmer sorry, Cup. Farrah Palmer Cup. Mm. I want to know who you think is going to win the Women's World Cup. And obviously we're going to cover that when it happens. Yeah. We're going to have it on Super Brew. Yep. And I'm going to finish in the top half this year. <laughs> I think it's basically out of England, France and New Zealand. Yes. They are really the only three teams that are vying for it. Yes. I think New Zealand will be better than France. Okay. But I'm not convinced. Um, I'm not convinced that they can beat England. No, I agree. I now, think England. at home, oh. they are at home. Yes, they are. And if they make the final against England... It'll be tough for England. I think that extra support might just... Do you think? ...help them. Not saying it'll be enough, because I think the gap might have might have minimised, but I don't think... It was a big gap it was too, a big gap. wasn't it? And do you know what it was a big gap in? It was a big gap in performance, but it was also a big gap in kind of um, conditioning. Professionalism. Professionalism. And we talked about it, didn't and we? And we've only, only he's only had six months. Yeah. It's not necessarily long enough to work. No. Wonders. No. You, you got, on one side, you got people that look like athletes, and you got, on the other side, ones that look like um, semi-pros at the moment. Give them another year of gym work and whatever, then they'll look professional. But at the moment, they're like semi-pros, not full pros. And saying that I do love women's sport for the for the sheer joy of their winning. Yes. Like, you know, when the men win. Yeah. It's kind of like they're, they're used to all the cameras. They're used to the way that you've got to talk to. You know, when England women won the, won the football, it was just funny ass. Yeah. And when I watched Canterbury. Well, they were swearing all yeah, over like yeah, television yeah. and things like that. I have like to that. go because I'm going to swear. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I think it's go great. celebrate. Brilliant. Go. Yeah, go and celebrate. Yeah. So it's great. It's great. So I think. England will win. Yep. But, oh, I, yes. but so I, hope, I, I, agree. I hope New Zealand yes, will win. obviously. Mate, we're going to finish off the show. It's been a quick show tonight. It today. is. We're only out 40 minutes, mate. Wow. Plus I've got to cut a few bits out. <laughs> uh, we're going to go higher or lower. Okay. So I'm going to start with certain things and then what is higher or lower. Okay. So these are your four options. Okay. Takiyahu. Takiyahu. Yeah. Yep. Rob Valentini. Yep. Pablo Mentira. Oh. Or Caleb Clark. Who is the heaviest and who is the lightest? Takiyahu is the heaviest. Can okay. you go through the names again? Yep. You got Takiyahu. Yep. You got Valentini. You've got Pablo Mentira and you've got Caleb Clark. 
And I think Valentini is the lightest. So I would say you are correct on the heaviest. Okay. Wrong on Wrong the lightest. On the lightest. Caleb Clark is the lightest. Oh, okay. By how many kilograms? Uh, by three. Oh, right. <laughs> so it goes, it goes, uh, Takiaho, Valentini. Right. There's only two cages in between them. And then there's a bit of a drop off to Pablo Montera. But Caleb Clark is still 107. <laughs> it's heavy, eh? <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> Rob Valentini is a massive unit. Yeah. 113. Takiaho, 115. Oof. Wow. That's okay. heavy. Age. Okay. Age. You got those same players? Yeah. Who is the youngest? Who is the oldest? Um, Pablo Matera is the oldest. And Taki Aho is the youngest, but I think maybe only just. Okay, so you are correct on the heaviest, and you are wrong on the youngest. Okay. Caleb Clark is the youngest, oh, 23. Rob okay. Valentini, 24. Wow. And Taki Aho, 25. Oh. Pablo Montera, 29. He's the same age yeah, as me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, There's still a chance, Chalk mate. and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number of test matches. Okay. Actually, I can't do that one. I can only do it out of two. No, I can't. That's a waste of time. Height. Height. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the tallest? Who is the shortest? Um, Valentini. I don't even know who Valentini you is. You do. He's the big unit from Australia that you were like, oh, my goodness, the guy's big here. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's the tallest. Yeah. Okay, he's and the tallest. Takiaho is <laughs> the shortest. So you are correct yeah. on the tallest, and you are correct uh, on the light, yeah, uh, on I, the shortest. I know that Caleb Clark's pretty tall, and then obviously yeah. Pablo. Caleb Clark's 190, uh, 189. Okay. Pablo Montero, 192. Uh, Valentini, 193. And Caleb Clark, 183. So I'm yeah. actually taller than uh, uh, Takiaho. Yeah, so am I. Mm. No, you're not. You say I am. You were shorter than me. On my passport. On my passport, my official document. <laughs> Two meter Peter. <laughs> I measure the wrong thing. <laughs> Come here. I'll be very small. Imagine if that was on your passport. <laughs> I'd twink it out. <laughs> You need to walk through the airport. <laughs> I'm feeling good. And then passport control. Oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. I don't want to travel. <laughs> you got the old female passport. <laughs> Stamper. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was cold. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Sir, as always. How can fans or listeners... Help us. Uh, sending us some common sense. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to finish. The superpower of reading well. <laughs> that would be a good one. Uh, no, just like, share, subscribe, write us an email. I only had two. Two only emails. Two. That's poor. It wasn't for Jason. That's poor. He's been our regular yeah, now. Yeah, good on you, slip, slipping. Or shall we say Darren. Darren. Slipping. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, slipping. It's because yeah. you've given him so much jip about his long emails. Well. <laughs> Mate, it's always a pleasure doing the show yes. with you. Patreon also, though. Patreon, yeah, if you've got a few Clip. squids to share, 
The next episode, fantastic. The link below. But most importantly, I just hope you enjoy the show. Yes. And um, tell your friends and family. Definitely. Until next time. See you later. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.